0: Welcome to Make Pods Great Again, live from the Vendor Village at the CrossFit Games with my bestie, Nikki. Nikki, how are you?
1: I am so good. Last day of competition. How are uh, you?
0: I am old and exhausted. <laughs> I, I'm wearing this stupid whoop strap, and it's not stupid, but I'm wearing it. And every morning I make the mistake of looking at the data, and I think it probably thinks I'm going to die because we're going out every night and drinking. And, uh, you know, having great dinners because the food here is great.
1: It is so I good. I am
0: full of cheese curds and beer. S-
1: yeah, same minus the beer. I yes. am cheese curds to the, to the max.
0: So many cheese curds. And, uh, yeah, I'm physically and utterly exhausted. I literally woke up this morning, and I felt like I had done Murph the day before. Like, mm-hmm. my ankles hurt, my knees hurt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and because I've done this long enough, uh, I'm like, I know this is just alcohol poisoning. So... <laughs> I'll be fine, and I'm okay now that I'm getting coffee in my body, but, oh, man.
1: Um, I also, I think I slept for 40 minutes last night. I'm just at that point in time in pregnancy where, like, nothing is comfortable, and, like, every night we've been here, I've been like, what's the new thing that's going to wake me up with anxiety at 1 a.m.? It'll be something (laughs) new every night, something I'm worried about, or um, because my feet have been swollen. Not too bad, but like a little for the first time. My toes get itchy at night and it wakes me up. I know it's stupid to say, but it's like... Like alarmingly itchy. What
0: does it feel like? <laughs> what does it feel like walking around here being the bad bitch pregnant lady that everyone is stopping and rave because they are everyone is stopping totally. and going, oh my god, you are my hero. It How is does that feel? The
1: nicest thing that's ever happened to me. I like can't believe it because I'm like not that impressive. Like I'm just pregnant, it's not that big of a deal. It's a big Meanwhile deal. no, because there's like friggin' elite athletes here crushing life and setting records and like whatever and people have been so kind. And it's, it it really blows my mind. I don't feel deserving of it, but I'm so incredibly grateful. Also, <laughs> I have told Matt before that like CrossFit Games is the only place in the world I ever feel famous because right. people just like are sweet and they stop me and they're like, you're doing a good job. And he's never believed me but he's here this year right. so he's finally been able to see it i'm like see i'm not
0: kidding it seems you know i've walked around with you before though it's bigger this year for totally others. like you you know i don't know how you feel about it but i'm impressed at the impact you've made on women cuz i've seen the look on their faces when they talk to you and like people stop me and go and go can kind i of get a photo and then they start talking about you i'm like hey this is my time uh, asshole don't well, yeah like but but they are like everyone i talk to at least you know those that are listeners are going, oh my God, Nikki looks so stunning, or Aww. she, you know, she looks amazing, or you know, and most of them are going, is she going to have the baby this week? Like while she's here, we're going to watch it. Potentially, you
1: know?
0: is it, it going to be on the live stream? I'm Please like, I hope no, so. but also
1: maybe. Yeah, I hope Dave
0: delivers the baby. <laughs> he
1: he could just be the cashier right there, and then
0: he'll block it. It'll be great.
1: Oh. It'll Does be that awesome. mean I have to name it Dave?
0: Maybe oh. Dave Castro Brazier. I think it's a good name for a oh, baby. Actually,
1: it's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I thank you for saying that. It, it really is. It floors me. I don't. I didn't think I would be some sort of figurehead. I was just trying to be a part of the community. You know what I mean? And and kind of exemplify the fact that I think because I've still been cross five days a week and I've been doing this for so long, it's led to this healthy, comfortable pregnancy. Right. Comfortable until now. I don't think you're comfortable until 38 right. weeks, period, no matter what. But
0: Yeah, the, coming to these events reminds me about the best in our community. Same. You know, like it's easy to hear all the talking voices, you know, the screaming voices yeah. and people mad about God knows what, you know, most of the stuff I'm ginning up anyway. And, uh, <laughs> but, you know, coming here and talking to people and seeing the real impact you're making in their lives. And this is a good example of, yeah. you know, something that, you know, I don't think either one of us ever really have discussed or thought about, like, you know, what are people going to think or what are, you know, what are their impressions? And to see how it's impacting people is really, really cool.
1: Yeah. I met a couple at the restaurant last night, uh, the bar and the hotel. <laughs> I, I don't right. go to restaurants. I just go to my hotel and then go to bed. Um, who are here watching the games, and they're not CrossFitters. Like They were here for something else, and they like saw this was going on, so they like, came over, and they said they were going to try going to a gym. Very cool. Yeah, that's the impact we're making here. That's that's a big deal. I've
0: had a bunch of people ask me about old Roy, so that's exciting.
1: That's amazing. I
0: asked if he was here. I'm like, absolutely not. I would not <laughs> put us in the same room with all these CrossFitters.
1: He would have so much fun, though.
0: You know who else I ran into? Uh, two different. That was fun. I ran into Sean Woodland with his baby. So. Yep. so cute. The
1: cutest baby on the planet. Finally
0: got to meet his wife, which is uh, awesome. She's, She's actually the coolest human. Very cool. Yep. His baby was out cold, like totally just snoozing Aww. in the backpack. And then I ran into Tim Pawson's baby.
1: I held Tim Paulson's baby yesterday. Oh, oh
0: I'm surprised you could pick him up because he weighs a metric ton. Like that—that <laughs> That is a big boy. He's probably gonna be competing in the games in just like a couple of weeks. Yeah. Look. <laughs> I know, I saw that picture. He is so he's cute. He's so
1: cute. I swear to God, if all these people have gingers and I don't, I'm gonna be so pissed.
0: Oh, well he, yeah, he was a he's a sweet little boy. I
1: love him so much. I'm actually obsessed with him. So
0: yeah, all the CrossFit babies this year. It's been exciting.
1: Well, let's can we talk a little bit about the final day of competition and relatively quickly, 'cause home girls gotta get out on the field to play real quick.
0: Yeah, I know. So uh it it's been uh been a fun couple of days, some yeah, crazy stuff. I know. Uh, the first couple of days of competition.
1: You want to start on the women's side? Sure. Let's right. go.
0: Let's do it.
1: So Tia's the most dominant CrossFitter in history, NBD. I mean, it's just, it's wild. It's wild what kind of show she's putting on, and, and I'm here for
0: it. Yeah, but by my count, I, I have a meme coming today, so this won't spoil it, but um, by my count, Reebok saved $70,000 <laughs> with, with her event wins, because she had seven event wins. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, And uh, Laura Horvath is putting on a show, coming in the final day in second place. Kristen Holta, Annie. I mean, we can talk about Annie separately, but comes in in fourth. And then one story that I think is important to mention is our girl, Haley Adams, coming in the final day of competition in fifth place, coming back from some pretty uh, rough lifting events. I think that shows some insane tenacity she's just an epic epic athlete i had
0: a a laughter moment yesterday she had a great event she like killed it and she came off with that same look on her face that she did on the event that she had a horrific event Mm -hmm. on and i'm like this is something i love about her she doesn't show a lot of emotion either way she just processes Yes. and that's to me that's a sign of a really terrific athlete like somebody that doesn't you know they don't get down on themselves they're like all right this didn't work time to do something else and they get at it. It's one, yeah. of the, one of the many things I love about her. I am going to say it loud. If Annie makes the podium, I'm probably going to cry.
1: I, I might go into early labor.
0: Yeah. Straight up. She is. her. Uh, let's talk about that event. Her, <sighs> the Snatch event with her and Tia was easily one of my favorite moments in the games
1: ever. It, it, history of games moments for me, it'll be, it'll be top five. I lost my shit. <laughs> on the sideline watching that happen. Just watching the look on Annie's face, like, she was happy and shocked and, like, couldn't... She couldn't even... It was like she was having an out-of-body experience. Her last two lifts, she did not I didn't, she didn't think she was going to well, make. They
0: well, they were ridiculous. Have, I mean, come on, 200... Like, I know a lot of people are going, well, they, you know, this isn't the heaviest everyone has ever lifted. But I don't think they're taking into account, like, A, this is on... You know, in the middle of the competition yeah. after the cut, so they're already exhausted uh-huh. from how it was eleven events before that or ten? Basically, minutes before, yeah. yeah. So they've been doing all this work before, so they're exhausted. And then the way it was set up, they set it up uh, in a manner where you know you're lining up and you're doing five pound jumps. You're doing far more lifts than you would reaching oh, yeah. a one rep max. Right, and fast. Yeah, and and you're doing them quick, and and but because it's a long line of people, and they're all making the first lift, you have kind of a gap, so you're also getting cold. Mm-hmm. Like there's just a lot of complexity there, in order to get to those final lifts. So to be lifting at 200 pounds, you know, or 205 or wherever they were, you know, by the end, is is significantly heavy, like crazy heavy. Yeah,
1: it was insane, and I was. I had been hoping, like crossing my fingers, I had a chance to interview her this weekend. Um, and that interview, I think, for the rest of my life will be one of my like, career highlights in doing this kind of work with CrossFit. Because to be able to look at her and say to her face-to-face on the air, like, I have a newfound appreciation for everything that you went through in having a daughter And now being able to come back into the competition, given your experiences, you know, what does that mean for you? And having her answer that question like directly to me, I think will be one of the most special moments I've ever had on the competition floor.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. And, you know, shout out to Tia. Oh, yeah. I I said to someone, um, we're sitting there watching and Tia was like the Terminator. She's Mm -hmm. like walking back she she got this stone cold look on her face and she's walking back and forth, like kind of pacing. And I said to them, I'm like, Tia doesn't have to win this. She didn't even have to come close to winning that. Like, matter of fact, it almost puts the competition a little bit at risk for her because it's a super heavy lift. And as we saw with Brooke Wells, like, there's some danger to that. Yeah. She could come in second. No one would question it. She'd take the points and move on, and she'll run away with this competition. Her mind does not even consider that.
1: No, she's a champion. Does
0: not consider that. Like, every event she has stepped on the floor for, she has stepped on to win. Absolutely. And it's you know, it doesn't matter what her point lead is. And I'm just so impressed with how, you know, not only how fit she is, but just what a fierce competitor yeah. she is from, from end to end. It, it should also go without saying, I you know, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around this programming that Dave did. This is not criticism. It's actually, I'm just curious. It's interesting putting what essentially should be a heavy lift programming, you would think, right? We're doing a one rep max snatch, like kind of late in the competition. The way it was structured means they're probably going to hit lighter weights than you would think they're going to. You're going to have some of the stronger athletes miss where they wouldn't have missed, which will make it not as great a spectator, but it's an interesting test. Mm. And I would love to get his insight as to, why he made those choices because mm-hmm. I think the programming is great. It's and, so good. And I
1: think it's the most well-rounded we've ever seen at Oh, games. absolutely. Oh, and, I, and
0: I think this event was great. Yep. And where he pla- I like where he placed it and I like the way it turned out and like everything about it, but it is it, there. I have a lot of curiosity as to the why. Mm-hmm. So if you get to ask him, you should ask him. <laughs> Maybe he'll come on the show. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure. <laughs> I, if you get him backstage, ask him. I, will. I, I would love to know so we can talk about it later. I just think it's... Um, you know the programming has been really kind of spectacular so end good. to end, and that one I really liked. I just wanted to say that. So, uh, and Brooke.
1: Oh, my heart! My heart is broken for her.
0: I made the mistake of watching the replay. I was in the stands watching it live, and when <sighs> I was, I'm the people I'm with have two or three pts in the group, and as soon as she hit it, they're like, "It's either hyperextended elbow or she dislocated, dislocated it." Like, yeah. And, you know, you could just see it. And so I quickly went to YouTube because it's streaming live and just backed it up. And as soon as I saw it, I'm like, I wish I hadn't looked.
1: Someone sent it to me on Twitter because somebody posted it and it looped like a GIF. Right. um, Which I actually think is in very poor taste. Who would do that? Yeah. Um, And we pulled it off the YouTube stream. So obviously, like, it's all airing live. So if you, like, went and looked at it right away, then it would be there. But we've since pulled it from the broadcast, which I believe is the right thing to do. Um, So... Yeah, it. I can't watch the replay. It like makes my stomach warch. I just feel. I just feel for her. Obviously, like with sport comes the risk of injury. With every sport, with right. you know people going to the Olympics get hurt. It, it is what it is. I just am bummed because she was making a real rush for the podium this year, she and she did, looked so good. Yeah,
0: she was like in fifth maybe at the time, and you know, like at, at the Mac, I sat behind her parents, and I mean, I don't know them at all. But you know, I'm a dad, and I sat behind her dad, and I watched him at the Mac cheering on his baby girl, you know, and I could see how excited he was and how proud he is of his daughter. And all I could think of was his her family in the stands watching her get injured, and like kind of flashing to my own kids, going, God, if I saw that, I'd be losing my shit, know, you know. I know. So prayers for her. i you know, I'm sure she'll come back stronger. She's an amazing athlete and had a great great week totally totally
1: it's also worth mentioning that um our bestie danny who had to pull out of the competition a little bit earlier uh in the week also i think was making a rush for the podium and you know hurt herself obviously and
0: rolled her ankle right
1: something like that's what it looked like i haven't heard like from her specifically exactly what it is but i know she went into that rope climb event feeling good and something happened early on that made her limp with right. the with the sandbag. So I assume coming off the rope wrong or something, you know, yeah, typical was, we've all been there. <laughs> I was told she's in a boot
0: and once it's no longer too soon a joke, I'm gonna tell her we're gonna start selling boot photos. Make her some money. <laughs> we'll, we'll That'll cap- make her laugh. We'll capitalize on it. You know, we'll get all those foot creeps to do something.
1: I would just like to say out loud, I think she was gonna make the podium and that she finished that event with whatever she ends up telling the world that injury is she went through the entire event. Holy shit. Yes. What a tough
0: chick. Well, speaking of similar injuries, Scott Pancheck is doing this competition on one leg.
1: <laughs> right? And <laughs>
0: not only made the cut, but he was, he's still top 10, or he's, right, he's kind of right at that line. Let and me
1: tell you. Hang on. I'm going to pull it up right now. Well,
0: so I don't know what happened with him. I haven't <laughs> talked to anyone within the Pancheck clan, but... Um, you know, it's my understanding he heard it a few weeks ago. So he started this competition, and you could see it on the on the event that was the running and, and yep. um, cleans. You could see it on the sprint. You could, yeah, you could physically see, but you could on that one because in the stadium you could just really see it on his face. You could see him physically grimacing as he's running, and and basically just he was hobbling. he, yep. was, he was running on one leg. Yep, right, and uh, just. All my mind could go to is, like, this guy has zero quit in him. Like, they would have to drag. Like, medical would have to drag him off the floor to get him to quit. They would have to force him because he's not going to tap out. Nope. And um, the fact that he made the cut.
1: Unreal. On one leg, like you said.
0: There are so many, and we don't need to name them all, but there are so many terrific world-class athletes that I think had a chance to make the podium that didn't make the cut. And he's doing it on one leg? I mean, come on. Unbelievable. Yeah. Just Really impressive.
1: So Scott's coming in today, uh, the final day of competition. I don't even know what day, <laughs> what day it is right. of competition because they had, like, a weird day off and whatever. Anyway, he's coming into the final day in 11th. So worth mentioning uh, in the last in the last moments here, Justin Medeiros is still in first. Pat Vellner is right behind him. Brent Fikowski is right behind him. And the point spread is not huge. 949, 907, 888. Unbelievable. And then Saxon.
0: Yeah, Saxon's right there. Yeah. He's in that proverbial pancheck fourth spot. <laughs> so help me God. I'm gonna tell him you gotta finish fifth, bro. I like we have another pancheck in fourth, I'm gonna lose my mind. Um, um
1: and then BKG, who's our picture of consistency, and then your new favorite man. Oh my god. Why do you say
0: it like that? That was weird. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he is <though>. Is it? <laughs> oh my god, I love him. I love him. Let me tell you what I love about this But we'll talk about his athletic <laughs> ability first or second. This kid is smiling and laughing and he's dabbing mm-hmm. and just having the time of his life and probably has the best Olympic lift ever. Uh, like I told someone, I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure I've ever seen anyone CrossFit lift as effortlessly as him, uh-huh. including Frazier. And that's not, I mean, that no disrespect. No. It's just the kid is just beautiful.
1: Um, can I tell you about Gee? So first on. of all, he dabbed for me. Nice. I asked him to. (laughs)
0: Um,
1: And I will take full credit for that. So I first met Guy in the teen competition here back in 2017. Um, He was 17 years old. I was covering teens and masters. We had a one rep max snatch event. And Guy misloaded his bar because he doesn't know how to lift in pounds. And I'm going to say it wrong. I wish I had it in front of me. I should have done my research ahead of time. You'd think, I think he loaded 291 or something along those lines on the bar by accident and killed it, just absolutely crushed it. And he actually, if you look up the video and you should, he dabs as he's letting the bar go, right. like as it's coming down off the ground and forever in in that moment we had like solidified our like bestie across the pond friendship where like we did our interview and he like didn't speak much English and he's like always made fun of himself for that and like him and I just have been joking about that moment ever since now he's 21 right he's like still like a young man back in the sport and i just think that he is ready to leave his teen legacy behind him
0: I think he's here to win it. Yep. I will not be surprised to see him make the podium. There's still three events. He's in a spot where he could absolutely make the podium. He's the things that I noticed from him over the weekend, besides the fact his Olympic lifting is amazing. Dude can sprint. He won oh, the yeah. sprint event. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, well rounded. Well, and most CrossFitters can't run. So, <laughs> I mean, that's a, you know, he only had a couple of, you know, he didn't do well in the swim event. So he's only got a couple of weaknesses that he needs to work on to really start challenging these guys. For the podium, and I think you know we're going to continue to see these young young guys come up and and compete at the highest level, and he's showing that and uh I'm convinced I mean he hit three o five like it was a pVC pipe
1: I wish we could have just like let him keep going. I know that he know. had he had beat Royce at that point and shout out to Royce Dunn too for being a oh. solid lifter yeah, that was a fun event um. But I wish that we just had time in the schedule to let him, like, keep going for fun.
0: I will say about one thing about Royce Dunn that made me love that lift. Every time he would hit one, uh, Royce would start laughing. Because he's like, oh, my God, i got to go to the lift again. Like, totally. he just couldn't believe how good – you could see it on his face. He's like, all right, I know I'm getting second. I just don't know how many lifts I'm going to have to do to get that.
1: The disparity between, like, the seasoned lifter and Royce who would, like – do his lift, walk over, sit on the bench, calm his heart rate, whatever. And Guy, who's like you know young and excited and doesn't have as much uh, competition experience, and right. he's like he's like walking around the bench in the back, like getting the crowd hype. Like it was just so funny to watch the two of them.
0: Oh, he was so good, and and I can I'm convinced he could have hit three and a quarter.
1: Yeah, totally I believe convinced. It. One more day here.
0: One more day, three more events. Oh, we also have the Hepner boxing match today
1: <laughs> yeah is that today
0: it is 10 30 i can't wait it's All coming right. up coming up soon When we'll run over and watch uh pepner and josh bridges duke it out so fun week and then we will be back to uh recording via zoom
1: yeah sad
0: i know so sad and uh we're coming away with a lot of content so we're gonna have a lot of fun stuff for yeah you've listeners. been busy i'm excited yeah everyone's going to be tortured by hearing mostly me for at least for the next few episodes. Oh, but hey, uh, they've
1: had to listen to mostly me on the broadcast, so.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, it's all good. All right. Well, you're doing terrific on the sidelines. Thank you. As always, killing it. Thank you. And I'm excited to see how the day turns out. And then we'll do a recap of the entire games once we get back to Cleveland. So we'll have a few days in between this and that. Yeah. And we'll get it worked out. So, all right. Well, you have fun today. Thanks. You too. For everyone listening, we appreciate you guys joining us. Uh, go watch the games today, and we will chat with you guys soon.